Welcome to Renovation Nation with your hosts, renovation weapon Jen Jones and the resident DIYer Duncan Hyde. This podcast will help turn your renovation dreams into reality, arming you with the knowledge, inspiration, tips, tricks, and expert advice. Hello there, welcome back to the podcast. Good to have you with us. Uh, as promised, here's a quick tips for this week, and we've got three uh, absolutely yep. essential ones when it comes to electrical work around your home. So my first one is learn from me and get your board done first, or at least <laughs> before you paint. <laughs> if, you, if you haven't listened to the main episode this week, go back and have a listen. <laughs> the absolute shambles that Jen was running around her joint is probably yeah. the reality, reality I mean, for a was, lot of people. It was the only way that I could do it because the electrician wasn't available when we moved in because we were in lockdown. Uh, Um, Also, I was about to give birth and so I was like quickly painting the house before my son arrived. And then six months later, we were like, we should probably get the board done. And now I have seven holes in the ceiling. Um, so, yeah, if you if you can make it work, and hopefully we don't have any more lockdowns so you can actually get tradies around, yep. get your board done first or at least maybe limit the painting in the areas where you know you're going to be having to run new cables or, or anything like that. And future-proof. So even if you're not drawing a set amount of power now, like if you're planning a kitchen renovation in a year's time and you know that you're going to put induction um, cooktop in, then make sure that you have a separate circuit there ready to be connected to that um, when you do it. So just thinking, just thinking about future renovations what, and, and, and discuss that with your electrician because they'll know what your requirements will be based on what your plans are mm-hmm. um, and they can even just run the cables and coil them up in the ceiling or on the walls. Which is way cheaper to do while they're already yep. doing the work, While they're doing right? it once, yep. And then you've just got to come in and fit off or, you know, place it. And then the third one, we didn't really touch a lot on lighting design or really at all in the episode but just don't underestimate the value that working with a lighting designer can have and I think we'll get a lighting designer in on another episode and go into this because actually it's there's a whole psychology around it and and it can easily you can very easily get it wrong and have it kind of impact atmosphere and mood and circadian and which impacts sleep and so it's, there's a bit of a science to it so um it, and it's not expensive. It's, you know, a few hundred bucks well, on a lighting designer. It's probably worth it. I didn't realise it's that cheap. I think most people probably look at lighting in your home uh, as something practical. Yeah. But like you say, touch on it, it can be mood setting. It can. And there and should it, be different lighting in different workspaces. Yeah, and I mean, it's like, you know, bright white lights uh, for your office, for your <laughs> nine to five. Like, <laughs> when you come home, you don't want to feel like you're sitting in an office at a computer screen for your whole evening. Like, that's your time to wind down, you know, spend time with your family, have a meal, whatever, go to bed. Like, really, it's sort of more sort of to a warmer light, Mm. those environments. Um, And then task lighting for cooking or um, in the bathroom doing makeup or shaving. Or I don't think you do either of those things. (laughs) (laughs) The other thing as well, which I noticed, um, I didn't mention the episode, was uh, when you buy LED downlights, quite often on the back of them, there's a switch you can change between like an arctic white or a more yellow light. And then you can also change um, how powerful they are or luminous. Luminous. Um, So, yeah, I mean, there are some options. Even if you've already got them installed, could be worth looking at if you do decide to chat to a lighting designer. How much do you reckon? Oh, it would depend. Fiona Buck. Sometimes it can be rebated against light fittings if they're within a lighting company. Oh, that's cool. As opposed to an independent um, consultant. The one that I work with, she's actually based in Cambridge. She does it all remotely. I'm hoping to get her onto the episode. And she, um, she's actually a former electrician. Oh, so awesome. she knows about the way that a house is sort of wired as well and has done extra, st- like actual tertiary study in 
and lighting design. Yeah, awesome. Um, but failing that in the um, ebook that I mentioned, the episode, you know, for a significantly smaller investment than a lighting designer, there is a bit of a 101 in there on the different temperatures of light and, and where to use what, which might sort of... It might be enough information to get started. I was just, I was just thinking as you were saying that I was like, man, renovation and DIY is one of those lifelong projects where you can just learn. Like it's forever. It, yeah, yeah, it's actually unlimited. It reminds I, me. I don't my, know everything, and I've been in it for yeah, know, however many years. Yeah, yeah. You, you show up. I mean, you t- you know so much, but there's still so much to learn. Totally. I was just yeah. thinking of my one of my other hobbies is fishing, and I was like, yeah. fishing is one of those things you can do until the day you die, and you're still learning, and you'll never yeah. clock it. I feel like Reno's and and DIY is one of one, a bit like that. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Um, speaking of um, DIY and Reno's, our guest for our next episode that we're releasing is Sophie Erickson. She's from Easy Tiger Styling Co. Um, you can follow her on Instagram. She's purchased a home that will be the most amazing home when in it's West, finished, yeah. Yeah, when it's in finished in, in West Auckland and it's such it's like in the rainforest and it's um a mid-century build so it's got heaps of different levels and different spaces and, some and not very many straight lines wasn't there like, something like curved I just got a big brick curved wall in a sunken lounge and there's yeah. real odd stuff's happened like over the years when people have been living in this like the oven stopped working instead of just replacing the oven they left that and turned it into bench space and left the oven there and then put another one beside another it another stove you've got two stoves, stoves one yeah. that works and one doesn't yeah, <laughs> yeah. so um, well I mean we joke about it in the episode it's 100% uh, probably had keys in the bowls. Uh, uh, vibes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. vibes There's and There's a six-person sauna well, in one of the bathrooms. Like, How many people? Who needs a six-person sauna? Yeah, so we'll get, dive into the backstory into the yeah. house um, in the episode. Uh, she's an awesome chick, and it's just such an incredible home, and she's doing some really cool stuff with it. Um, we mentioned it in one of the other episodes, the pool that she's putting in and the earthworks around it to make um, it work and um and her be able to use the type of pool that she put in there for incredibly cheap was one of the real gems that come out of the episode. So look forward to that one. You'll get a notification if you've followed or subscribed. As always, you can send us questions at Renovation Nation Club on Instagram, and we will be back in a couple of days' time with our next episode. This has been Renovation Nation. Don't forget to listen to the rest of the episodes that are out now, as well as the tips and question and answer segments. Links to the guests, their companies and the podcast are available in the show notes. Until next week, cheers.